Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh my gosh, you guys know that we had to play Titanic. <laughs> Our hearts will go on because of the sinking of the SF, USS Bluefin today. In season 11, episode 14, the vessel of Supernatural. I am so in love with the song. I have a new, we have a new co-host joining us tonight. Uh, my name is Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on Twitter, at Lindsay Wagner. I am joined by Katie Campbell to my left. She's back. I'm Woo! back. I'm so excited to be back. You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And we've also got a new host joining us. His name is Dan Babick. Dan, how are you? I'm good. Well, I was good until you started playing that song. <laughs> Tell me now, this is the only time you ever cry is when you hear this song. I, I'm not a crier. I'm, I'm quite a tough guy. I like to say, you know, keep your emotions in. There's no need to cry, cry, cry. <laughs> but this song, after on Titanic, every single time it comes on, don't talk to me for 45 minutes because I'm a blobbering mess. This whole movie makes me cry. I cry yeah. through the whole thing. Before the ship even sinks, I am crying because I know what's well, going to happen. You know that Kate Winslet just finally admitted the whole thing about she probably could have made room for him. <gasps> <gasps> bitch. <laughs> bitch. Bitch, 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 I've been bitch, bitch. saying that for years. Yeah. Dan, where can they find you on so Twitter? So you can though? find me on Twitter at Dan Babic. That's D-A-N-B-A-B-I-C with a little underscore. And then my Instagram is just at Dan Babic. Perfect. Well, you guys know that you can tweet us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all things social media at, at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you're using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so you can stay in the know with all of our supernatural chatting. I know some of you are already joining us in the live chat, so I will try and take a look at that to talk to you guys and get your opinions about everything. But what were your initial thoughts on this week's episode, Katie and Dan? I enjoyed it. It was interesting, the whole time travel thing. I know we've seen a little time travel before with the boys, but um, it was... 
I liked the whole angle of this time travel, and then I was also a little bit sad because we knew the fate that these people were going to have. So it was weird. It was kind of an emotional episode a little bit. I mean, you're not a crier. I'm a crier. I didn't cry in this episode, but I got I got a little sad. I'm a crier at everything. Well, I, I mean, I, did, I get a little bit sad, but I, every single time there is a time travel in Supernatural, because it is rare. They don't do it all the time. They only kind of whip it out here and there. It feeds my soul. Yeah. So my favourite episodes have actually been the time travel episodes, just because I find it fascinating, because I think I would love to be able to go in, back in time, go into the future, and you really find out more and understand the characters more about what's gone on previously, but then it is sad because you, you know, ultimately know their fate, and, and and it's difficult to... You almost feel like you're you know a, a superpower of some description, like you know what's going to happen, and you see these people with all these hopes and dreams, and bam! What they expect in life's not really going to happen. But I mean, it always fascinates me, a bit of time travel. I love it. I lo- I actually love this episode, and I did not think... I think we I had talked about with the fans last week whether or not we thought uh, Cassifer, who I've been calling Cass- Castiel, Lucifer, uh, I did not think that we would get the reveal really this episode. So that was just... <coughs> In my opinion, amazing. I well, love. What that. did you think about the reveal? How do you, how do you think uh, how, like how it was portrayed and all of that? Um, first off, we've been talking for weeks about how great um, Misha Collins has picked up Mark Pellegrino's mm. just aura and vibe and everything. He is he embodies the first Lucifer. word out of his mouth today. It was just perfect. I'm like, this is loose. I can just picture mm-hmm. Mark Pellegrino right here saying this. I think he's doing an amazing job. He's 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 great. I, I, I love seeing that that other side of Castiel. Mm. Um, the reveal, I thought itself, was fantastic. I was I was waiting for something to come across like that. And then when he did the voice change, and he's like, Dean, Dean, and lowered his voice and got all like Misha, I was like, yes, gritty, and I loved it. I, I liked it, but didn't laugh. Okay. I think because it was such a climax, I feel like they've really been building to this moment all season. And I, I agree with you. I was not expecting it to happen yet. I kind of, I love the build up. I love the and this massive big bang. But I felt like there was a bit more to go. And I think they revealed it too early. But in saying that, I really did like it, but I wasn't like, like fantasizing. I didn't get on the tweet, tweet and tweet about it straight away. I was waiting for it. I thought it was coming. I wanted it. I, I don't know. I figured it was coming this episode, but, um, I liked it. I just felt like Sam should have picked up maybe on it a little bit mm-hmm. more. And maybe he was in his mind. We just didn't get to see that because Cass did, sir, you know, Lucifer said, oh, I lost it, meaning the hand of God. But mm-hmm. he, he, oh, I mean, Dean, I mean, Dean. But that's like not what Cass would, would say. say. Mm. So wouldn't you be thinking or wouldn't we see more of a turmoil going on in Sam's head? We've been seeing the boys talk about this now for a couple episodes that they know that Cass is off. Mm. So these little comments, you're right, should have been noticed or noted. And the fact that Sam didn't figure it out until literally Lucifer was ready to take his soul kind of surprised me myself. And I do kind of agree with you, Dan, that there was that buildup. And I could have waited one more episode. Just one more, two more episodes. one more, one more. That's all I wanted. I yeah. wanted it. I wanted it. Yeah. But I, but I kind of agree with you. I loved it. But I think it could have been bigger and bolder. But it fit the episode and it worked with the story behind the episode. So let's talk a little bit about the episode. But just quickly, do you just love, like, just, it sounds so intense. That's why I love this show so much. Like, you know, just, you know, casually Lucifer taking Sam's soul. Oh, of course. Like, you know, Biggie, just, just another day in the life of a supernatural episode. <laughs> of course. And, and I think that's why the fans love this show so much, is we have so many shocking 
mm-hmm. moments. You know, a couple weeks ago, it was, you know, breaking Rowena's neck. Like, Which I still can't believe. I still can't believe. And then they show us the, the preview of it again, and I, I talk with Ruth, and I literally sent her a picture of my face like this. Yeah. Because I'm like, they just killed you. I wasn't what? done with the coven story, no. and I feel like there's something they're gonna give uh, us. They're gonna. More co- on that. I'm, we're getting back. That, I know. That's why I like this. I've, I've watched some of your after shows now. I'm joining the panel, and it's so funny because with the prediction, you just can't predict what's going to happen yep. next. Every time you're like, yes, yes, this is gonna, and then they just go, bam. Yep. I love it. It's like a scary ride, and you're, you're blindfolded, and you don't know what's next. It's incredible. <laughs> Supernatural writers really, really have you. Except, all right, let's talk a little bit about this episode because I had a couple things that I noticed, and I want to see if you guys noticed. Yeah. Uh, initially, when they're in France. And Peter and Delphine are having this conversation. Did you think, was there anything in your mind that would have said, Delphine's going to kill Peter? Because that was my first thought. Yeah. The way she looked, the hair, as soon as they showed her from the back and I saw the hairpin, I'm like, oh, that hairpin's going through. Through his neck. Yep. I knew it. <laughs> it was, I already predicted it and stuff. The second you see some of those things, it's like they set you up to it. Yeah. Which sometimes they don't do. It's, it's more of a shock, but this felt very, very, I knew what was going to happen. Did you guys know that was going to happen? Yeah, yeah. I was glad because I picked up on it straight away and all of my roommates were watching it together. But I think they kind of throw us a bone here or there because it is so hard to understand what's going to go next. So they're just like, oh, here's an easy one. Just so you feel like, yes, I'm finally getting it. Because I, I sometimes get annoyed. Like, what's happening? Like, this is too unexpected. Like, I don't feel... I just feel like they just keep chucking things at us just to throw us off guard. So I feel like they actually do... Because they're so smart and so bright, the writers, that they do things that like with a hairpin so that, you know, us average people that aren't, aren't so smart <laughs> and intellectual and aren't writers can, you know, can... can getting on the show and predict something that's going to happen. Okay. Alright, I like that. Katie? I was really focused on what was happening with the box and what, what they needed it for to win the war. That I, I don't know if I was expecting that to happen. I was just too focused on what's in that box. What is that? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? But that's what I love. I love that all. Like we've like that's the thing because it's so divided. Like everyone focuses on so many different things because mm-hmm. there's so much going on. Like what do I get from an episode and what someone else is thinking? It's always I get in so many fights with all of my roommates. <laughs> and this was the one thing I'm like, see, I told you guys because they were all about the box and weren't focusing on anything else and thought I was crazy town. But it's great. That's what I love about it. So we get the box. She does kill him. Uh, she is part of the Men of Letters. Which, that was a nice, pleasant surprise, because I don't think we could have predicted that. Uh, and they do find out that the uh, Dean and Sam are doing a little research, finding out that the Nazis had a branch called Anna Erba, I think, Anan Erba, which was dedicated to archaeology and the hand of God. So we're trying to figure out a way to defeat Amara. What can we do? We are grasping at straws. Who can do this? Who can help? The hand of God. Something that the hand of God has touched. Is this the way to kill her? Or the way to get closer to killing her is the question. I think it might be. I was just wondering, how did they think they were going to win the war with this? Like, what does it exactly do? I know we saw a little bit of it later on, but you, you hold it and it just blows up. I mean, I don't know. What does it do? How are they going to win the war with it? I didn't quite understand that either, especially if she knew a little bit more about it than everyone else did. Or we find out later on, like, a very, very vital piece of information that we'll talk about as we get into the show a little bit more. But if she knew that right away, then it was never going to save the ship. Right? Because yeah. yeah. I, I was so glad that you guys don't know anyway, um, as well. Because I was I'm like, 
I'm not getting this. I'm like, I'm just feeling like the dumb person because I'm the one that really has to focus and understand. Uh, I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna let you girls go first and then just repeat what you girls say <laughs> and pretend I knew as well. But I'm so glad that none of us know. No, yeah. and I mean, I was talking with Katie earlier. When you watch Supernatural, I don't know about you guys when you're watching it, but I know when I'm watching it. And granted, I'm taking notes and everything. So I go back. It took me like an hour and 15 minutes to watch this episode today because that the whole first 15 minutes of the show, whole page of notes. That was just the first 15 minutes because there was so much happening. And I'm like, I can't miss anything. What if I don't talk about this? Or what if this is important later on? Right. Well, they're bringing in something crazy that could possibly defeat Amara. And there's all these words that Sam's using. And there's using words and, and accents and... I can't understand and pieces of information that are just vital to the story. Right. So I am just as confused. Maybe not as... Maybe you guys are smarter than me. You probably are. So you guys might get... We should do that as a tweet. Like, we we should see if somebody thinks they know the answers that we don't know. Because I'd love to know. I'd love to know if there's all these experts out there that know more than us analyzing it for hours and hours and on end. (laughs) They'll probably get it straight away. Some people in the world. I'm sure that they do. We've got some amazing Supernatural fans, which you will now be... Oh, I'm so excited. Because they can give me, like, all the, you know, the insider stuff that I don't understand. I love hearing people's opinions, especially the predictions. Like... So many amazing predictions. I can't wait it's to get into be, that interview. It's going to be fabulous. So, uh, we find out that she is a woman of letters, uh, La Femme de Letter, and um, we uh, shoot over to Cassifer, who is ruling over hell. I believe, is he playing Angry Birds? That's Some kind of a game on the it's iPad. That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only played Angry Birds once. Um, but uh, <laughs> he doesn't care about the latest soul numbers. Uh, he has now claimed the throne, Ooh. and uh, the min- I like to call them the minions. The minions want some direction, and uh, they actually called Crowley a coward. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting when they said, we have news on Amara. We haven't figured anything out. So they got his attention. <laughs> they got his attention by saying that. And, you know, Cass calls out Crowley, who is chained up like a dog. Oh, you know, it was kind you of funny. Love Crowley, I know. So I know I, you're sad. I love Crowley. It was kind of funny what they were doing and he was, you know, calling him the dog and stuff, but I felt bad for Crowley. I'm evil. I, I'm not a Crowley fan, so anytime really? something oh, bad happens okay. to Crowley, I'm like, yes, 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 go hard. I'm, I'm a bit of an, like, you know, the devil's ad- advocate there. Oh, yeah. I love anytime anything horrible happens to Cow- Crowley, so. Really? Oh, no. We're Crowley lovers. <laughs> oh, there we go. Someone has, because it's, it's yeah, very it's divided. Good. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's, divided. It's yeah. great that you're, that you're not. We met Mark Shepard at Supernatural Con ah. uh, November of, not this last year, the year before, and he was just he's brilliant. Great. He's fantastic. He's oh, so it was just, like, what was he like in your person? Because obviously he's character is so complex he and so... He scared you know. the crap He reminds me. me a little bit of Crowley. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He's got yeah. a little bit of that pers- personality in him as as it is because he walked into the room and, like, I smiled at him and he kind of, like, came up behind one of our, our other co-hosts at the Times, like, camera, and I smiled at him and he just stared at me and I was oh, like, God. oh, my God, I just pissed you off, didn't I? And he just stared. And, and the then king he's like, I'm just hell. kidding. Oh, oh my God. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh my God, he's going to kill me. Well, we'll have to get him great. on at some point. We'll have to, to get, get him start tweeting him on, yeah. Um, all right, so Dean and Sam. Dean is drinking at noon because Sam has drank all the coffee. Love it. Uh, so they're going to get the artifact out of Germany to safety on a sub to the U.S. The USS Bluefin is going to bring this artifact back. This is what they discover. But they find out it never arrived 
in the United States, so it got stopped. So they have to figure out how to get to this sub because it is sunk and it's never been recovered. So they make a joke about Titanic saying that if James Cameron can find the Titanic, then we can <laughs> find this with time travel or something. Um, and Cassie Crowley Cass, uh, says that he isn't strong enough. Uh, Crowley has said Cass is not strong enough to stop Amara. And all the weapons still leave Cass under-equipped to kill Amara. And he knows that, too, though, which is the exact reason why he's not going to attack Amara at this point. Last week I said that they are going to need Cass, Crowley, Sam, and Dean. They're going to all need to team up again to stop Amara. Agree? Agree. I mean, Amara's like a huge force. Like, you, you can't just kind of go in there, you know, kind of wake up a bit late, like, oh, I'll just kind of roll out of bed and try and, you know, no, nah, you've got to go in full. Yeah, but Lucifer's throwing a wrench in this whole thing. Because do you think maybe he's going to stick around and join with all of them to fight her? I think that's a necessary evil that they're going to have to do. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, I think they will find some way to get Lucifer to help them. But it's going to... There, there's going to be, there's going to be a loss, and I hope it's not a loss of Castiel because that's what I'm afraid of. Really, yep. it's going to be one of those things though where he, they make a deal so that mm-hmm. Lucifer gets something in return because he's needed to help to kill Amara. Yep, and that's the next problem. That's the next season. I agree. With, and don't you love? I, I love when it gets to desperation, when you just have to put your whole ego aside and just be like, if we are going to kill Amara, like this is what we're going to have to do. Yeah, oh God, I get so into. Like, I feel like it's real life. <laughs> like whenever I talk about my friends and family, they're just like, calm down. Take a breath. But I'm, I've got you girls, because I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to kill Amara. How are they going to do it? Oh my God, Jesse, like, fully into it. So they're going to have to to really, really think of something big there and put their egos aside. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. We're going to have some major, major deal mm-hmm. making going on, and it's going to affect, like you said, Katie, next season, whether it's saving Cass or something else. But it'll be big. Uh, and Sam and Dean call Cass. Uh... They didn't know that God touched the artifacts and that it made it through. There are no angel wings to get to the ship, but they can use time travel. My favorite thing in the world. Which is your favorite <laughs> I'm, thing. I'm like the biggest Oprah fan ever, so I always put Oprah into every single after show. And I feel like if I was doing, you know, an Oprah show about Supernatural, I would be like, time travel is my favorite thing. <laughs> you get to time travel. You get to time travel. I love time travel. You all get to time, whenever it happens on the show, favorite episode. Well, I love when they bring back little pieces of stories from the Bible. Like, it didn't make it through the flood. The artifacts, how could that, how could it have done it? You know, and then they find out, you know, like with Moses, or the Ark, and Noah Noah and the Ark. All that stuff. I love when they bring those little bits and pieces of religion and the Bible into Supernatural and, yeah. and make you question. I am a very, very uh, very, very Catholic. I go to church uh-huh, every yeah. week. I read in church. So when I hear these things that challenge my ideas, challenge I love it. I welcome it. Yeah, and this whole... Because I think it's interesting. It this, is. This whole season is very biblical mm-hmm. with the whole Amara storyline, too. Mm-hmm. And God having a sister. This mm-hmm. is huge. No, I don't know necessarily know if I believe that. But for supernatural purposes, I love it. I'm kind of, yeah. well, I was kind of like, imagine that. Like, God's got this sister. Like, what would she be called? Like, Gigi? Or like, <laughs> go... I'm trying to think. Like, what would God's sister be called? Like, it really does get you questioning. Yeah. It does. So Cass decides he's going to take, he's going to send Dean, and he's going to go with Dean. And Sam's a little nervous about this, but he agrees to it because Cass says he'll stay right by his side. And meanwhile, we know this is this is Cassifer. 
this is trouble, this is dangerous. I'm wondering in the back of my head, is he going to kill Dean? Is he going to literally send him there and not bring him back? That's what I was worried about. That's the most of what I was worried about. Really? Yeah. Mm. I was worried he was going to send him there and then just get the uh, just the, get him out, get one, get the separate them somehow. Yeah. I'm not sure where you know. I, I'm always honest. If I don't know what's going to happen, I say I don't know. With that, I'm I'm really not sure. I'm, I'm just, I need a few more weeks to kind of analyze the situation, really get in there. So I'm not going to put any predictions on what's going to go on there yet. But um, you know, it, it's definitely a complex situation. Well, we find out he didn't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. So I was like waiting to like you know all, all these weeks I've been trying to analyze the situation and, and all of that. So um, it's just so confusing. It's a bit of a mind game, isn't it? I. Oh, it's- I didn't expect him to leave him behind because he's still trying to keep up this whole facade that he's Cass, he's not Lucifer. Although I just felt like it was coming and I wanted them to pick up on all the things that he was saying and I I wanted it like now. I wanted him to reveal it now, but I felt like he inside was trying to keep it in so he wouldn't have left Dean because of that reason. Cass would never leave Dean. And what are your thoughts on Dean as a character? Well, you know, I, lo- I love Dean. I love Sam and Dean. I love them both. I I love that they save each other. And yes, we have so many problems in the world because of that. But there's already there's problems in the world that they help fix, too. Yeah. I just love the, I, them I as love brothers. They always save each other. The two of them together, they're... Everything that one is good at, the other they they help each they help each other no matter what. So whatever one is lacking, the other one has the strength to do. And even though their relationship is complicated, and they fight, and they lie to each other. Last week we saw a really really nice moment between Sam and Dean when Dean says, "I don't know if I can kill Amara. I, I don't know if I'm capable yeah. of that." We finally get a little honesty and truth, which we all love when that happens. Totally, right. but that's what I like about Sam and Dean's relationship because obviously it is just—it's like a roller coaster ride. But at the end of the day, you know that regardless of what happens, they will stay united. Mm-hmm. They will always come together. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So Dean does make it to the ship. Cast does not. He uh, he got stopped somehow. There was oh, a bummer. ward. Poor there was Cass. a ward on the ship, <laughs> which I thought was interesting, and that's how I thought that that Sam was going to figure it out because wait a second why couldn't you get in there has to be a reason well there's a war on the ship you know why couldn't an angel get through because he's Lucifer Mm -hmm. that's why but I'm like Sam figure it out come on I know that's what I'm saying this whole time everything he was saying and you know he just should have figured it out. Because I'm a Sam, but I was ready. To, I was like, I want to slap Sam in the face. I was like, get it, get it. Like, it's so obvious. Figure come on, out. come on, figure it out. You can. But, um... Just was not <coughs> doing it. Yes. Uh, so, we get to the ship. Dean is, uh, kind of takes, steals a sailor's outfit. <laughs> Delphine is there on the ship. Uh, and he tells... Dean tells her she is par- he is part of the Men of Letters as well. And they come in, they search Dean, they find his cell phone, which they're like, what is this? He's like, it's a, it's a phone. <laughs> they're all confused. What would you do, though, if somebody was like, I'm from the future? I'm, yeah. I think, I mean... Would you get excited because you love time travel? Well, I do love time travel, but um, I, you know, at my local Galsons, there's a, there's a drug addict that, and he's homeless that sits out front of there and she's like, I'm from the future! Really? So, um, I mean, I'm probably a bit immune to that now because yeah. I hear it on a daily basis. But, I mean, if I was in Supernatural and, you know, I, I, I would die. I want to meet someone from the future. It'd be great, but would you be... I mean, would you be scared? Yeah, especially if they deliver the fact that you all are going to go down on this ship. Yeah, you're all going to die. The ship is going to go down. I'd be freaking out. And I love the guy that's... I don't think I'd believe them. I got yeah. into psychics and stuff. I got really into psychics because I'm a supernatural person. It literally changed my life, supernatural. I was so... I got so into it all and I, I went to, you know, four or five psychics. Like, I really got into it. I haven't been since. And... 
just think at the end of the day, and I agree with the show, we've all got free will. That you can really change the course. It, it can be very difficult and you, you've got to think and you've got, you've got to really try hard, but I really think you can change the course of your life. And I think we've even seen that demonstrated on the show. When you think someone being killed is impossible or something's not going to happen, it, 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 things shock you. And that if you really, really work hard and focus at it, that you can change the, the course of what's supposed to be destiny. Oh, I like that. I like that. But that's how I believe in deja vu. Yeah. You know, deja, to me, deja vu is mean, it means everything that you, um, that's supposed to be happening is on course. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was told yeah. like a couple years ago, and that's now when I, I get because I get it all the time. Now when I see it, I'm like, oh, this was supposed to happen. This is meant to be. This is my path. Because I was lucky enough to interview one of um, Australia's best psychic when I was living in Australia, and she said to me that she see the way it actually works um, with, with um, being clairvoyant is that you see three paths. You can actually see three distinct ways that someone's life can go. But sometimes what happens with her, one particular way is like ninety eight point nine 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 percent. So it's like, it's, it's so almost impossible for, like, the, the others to happen. But it is still possible. Even I remember the psychic sisters who are the, the number one psychics and they've predicted, you know, um, September 11, all these major things, said it, it was like when Obama got re-elected that that was, like, impossible. That, that was not going to happen. But they saw, like, a, like a 3% it chance. Yeah, it can still, and, and, you know, you can, you really can change the course of your life. I love it. It's interesting. And that's the way the supernatural works. We see it happen all the time, changing the course of history. You know, part of what I was worried about in this episode was if they save this ship, mm-hmm. I was worried that changes history. That changes what happens in the future. Yeah. Because they saved the ship. Could that have ended, you know, everything with World War? It was World War One, World War Two. At the time, World War II, Two, right? Yeah. Two. In the 1940s. Yeah. Um, th- that could have changed the course of that completely with this ship not sinking. Totally. It could have changed the course of all yeah. of the supernatural things happening because they had this piece of God, God well, touched. That's what I was worried about too. As much as I didn't want to see these people die and know that they're going to die, I was like, they have to because you, you know, one the thing can change everything. You can. And got me even thinking, like, I know it's a bit more frivolous and a bit more like harder, even with Back to the Future. Like, when they went back and, like, mm-hmm. like even, like, buying, like, a tax lotto ticket and, and winning or, like, changes the course of life. And then it even got me thinking about even our life. Like, can you imagine if you had the... Because I sometimes think, you know, you'd love to go... I'd love to go back in history and be the one to just stab Hitler. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I wonder, like, how that would have gone. If that had happened, it it would have changed everything else. Yeah, yeah. Could some other dictator have taken over and done something else? You you never know. That's yeah, why yeah. it's so crazy, and and all these things happen. But you have to you have to hope that there is a plan that God has this greater plan that this is planned. This is destiny for us. Totally, because I even, like I even thought even going there, if I was to kill Hitler, for example, I would not have been born because my grandparents fled Europe to go to Australia to escape the war. So I would in the future I would have never been there, and it, it's kind of funny because I, I personally believe. I think God, like, whatever it is, God, the universe has almost taken a step back. He's given everyone a purpose. And your job is to, your job in life is to find your purpose and get about the business of doing it. And then he's kind of taken a step back. I've given you your purpose. It's within. You find it. And you get about the business of doing it and you will be just fine. <coughs> I love that. Boom. Mm-hmm. I love it. So we have the sailors questioning Dean and asking Ooh. him, you know, who won the World Series? And Dean has no idea about baseball. They ask him who becomes president. He does actually know that. Um, and uh, she, we've got Delphine kind of having this conversation with Dean and she does say that something about the supernatural powers on the ship are blocked, but angels are not. 
So that's when I'm going, okay, Dean, Dean, come on, think about this. If Cass is an angel, how come he couldn't get in the ship? Right. He's not even, you know, maybe... He's not thinking about that because I think his main focus on is getting that artifact and figuring out what they can do to... And maybe that says a little bit as to why Sam didn't figure it out either because he's just got too much on his mind Mm -hmm. right now. He's worried about Dean coming back. Mm -hmm. Dean's getting this artifact to defeat Amara, so he's not really paying attention to Cassifer. And that's why I'm kind of, I hope it almost um, teaches Dean a bit of a lesson and Sam a bit of a lesson to be present in the moment. That yes, they've got a, you know, a mission to focus on, but they can't, they can't just let that t- completely take over their focus because if they do, everything else will fall. I mm-hmm. agree with that because we do have little things, little signs along the way of, of certain things like the boys being in the cage with Lucifer and Lucifer mm-hmm. having the conversation with Cass. If they had been a little bit more focused on Cass, they might have seen him ask Cass, or Cass tell them, you can take my soul. You can mm. use me as your vessel. Like, yeah. all of that. You're right. It's to be present in everything going on. So, and uh, I even, I, and that's why I take it to the next, I even get like life lessons out of it. Like, sure. I, I think even like, you know, to stay present and stuff. And I, I believe a part of what the writers are doing as well is to try and teach the audience's lef- lessons about life. Yeah. Obviously, it is a little bit unrealistic because of what's going on, but, it, you know, like, I think every episode has, has a message. Like, I felt like um, this episode's message was a message in presence. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We've got a spell of incantation that's supposed to clear all the blockages. It's supposed to get cast on the ship, but it requires the power of an archangel. This is Sam figuring this out. And uh, the hand of God is the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, she's got to, Delphine has to remove the warding off of the ship. They are preparing for battle. And I thought it was interesting that the sailor asked him, how many more wars, how many more deaths are we going to see? What happens? Yeah, what year is this going to all what, end? And, and it's crazy because Dean has to tell him, this isn't going to end well for you. Yeah. It's 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 the truth. Uh, she has, and I thought what the most interesting part was, Delphine has this brand on her. Now, I was hoping this would be some sort of bond oh, to right. Dean as well, potentially. Well, it's one of those things uh, Sam and Dean have, the tattoos, yeah. but hers is different. Hers is spellbound. But her, Yeah, and it's connected to her blood, so even by cutting it out, it, it doesn't matter. She has to be killed in order. It lives and dies with her. Yes. But I thought it was another interesting way of bringing in the mark, which then reminds me of Amara and Dean being bonded and hoping that there's some way to break that bond. But we know in this right here, we just found out the only breaking of that bond with her is death. Mm. So the only way of breaking Dean and Amara's bond is it death for both of them? This is what I found so interesting about this episode is that how willing all of these people were to die. Because it's just, it's my mission. And you know what? I'm I'm doing this and I, I, if I die on the mission, I die on the mission. And it just made me think about Sam and Dean always saving themselves. And I was thinking at the very end, are they, are, is Dean now thinking, why are we always saving ourselves? What if we're supposed to die for the mission? We never let each other die for the mission because we want to save each other. And I think it, it was bringing that up a little bit with this whole thing. I think it might have showed Dean, wow, these people are dying and they don't have a problem with it because it's their place in the story. It's their place in history. Totally. And, it, and it's like, it's almost, that's what I love about it as well. It's like, that's their purpose. They're like, this is what I'm meant to do with my life. So if I die doing it, then I'm all good to go because that's, I know that this is my story and this is what's supposed to happen with my life. 
Yeah. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus vibes. Yeah, but yeah. they but they <laughs> never they never let each other die though. So it made me think: they Are can't. they going to be willing to die now? Is Dean going to be willing to die because he saw them be willing to die? And if he has to die because Amara dies, you know, because of the link that you were thinking that could be a link, maybe they both have to die. Is Dean going to be willing now? Do you think that Dean will ever surrender to death? Well, that's what I think he's thinking about I now. Mean, I because think of all of this. Because of all of this. Yeah. And if, it, if that's what stops Amara, I think that that is something that he's going to consider. But that's the deal that I'm talking about, too. That something's going to be made with Lucifer. Some sort of deal. And whether it's Cass, someone... I think one of our main characters is at the end of this season is going to be... No. I hope it's not Dean. I hope it's not anyone. But someone's got to go. I think it's inevitable. It's, it's going to happen. It's Luc- yeah. Maybe it's Lucifer. Maybe somehow they we come back next season, we find out that Lucifer is actually the one that, you know, gets the bullet. But I'd be happy with Lucifer dying. If someone has to die, I think I'd go with Lucifer. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. we can lose Lucifer. Flip them off, okay yeah. He's, he's hilarious. He's he brings great. such a great thing to the show. But, but Death got yeah. killed off last <laughs> season, so but I feel like that's why they're gonna do some the good of man is gonna be gone. That's why I'm worried it's Cass. Alright, so we've got Cass working on the spell. Um and he tells Sam that he's more powerful than he thinks he is. Ooh. And Sam tells Cassifer <laughs> to use his soul to get oh. to Dean. I knew that was coming. I just sat there like, oh no, oh no. I put my pen down and I was like, no, 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 this can't happen. And I'm just imagining tra- you in your lounge, you're like, oh no. And he's oh, trusting no. <laughs> Cass completely. And that's when we see the wheels turn. Never trust see. anyone with you can the only person in your life is, 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 is that you can trust is yourself. Exactly. And the look on his face and you just saw the evil come out and him saying, "Wow, after all these years, you've been like that prom date that turned me down." <laughs> I love that and reference I, by the way. Yeah. I, I loved it. But I should have been going after Dean because he is bound to Amara. But since you ask so nicely, of course I will. And then Cass or Sam figures out that it's Lucifer. Well, this is what scared me too, is because Lucifer kind of was thinking in his own head, why am I saving both of you guys yeah. at this point? And that scared me because you have to save them, okay? It's Sam and Dean. It was almost a bit of a, like, um, on a line, it was almost a bit lazy, like, oh, do I really, can't we fuck saving them both? Can I kind of just save one? Like, bloody hell. Too much yeah. work. Yeah. It was, it was calculated and, sexy and I loved it. I feel like it kind of turned you on. It it does because I love seeing Cass as Lucifer. Mm. I love seeing Misha play this and it's because because he's trying to not be like Lucifer but he still has that. I don't know. There's just something very, very exciting about it. It's really, really exciting. As I took acting classes and had this amazing acting coach, he said, when you make a choice when you're doing stuff, he goes, what turns you on? Oh, I've never heard that before. He goes, whatever turns you on, do that. That's your choice in your, whatever your monologue is, whatever your scene is, what turns you on? And don't be scared to go there. And and not that that it has to be sexual or anything like that. Right. But what gets you excited about that piece? And it's so brilliant. And that's what I see Misha doing. 
Yeah, well, because I love Mark Pellegrino's, the way he delivers everything as Lucifer. And I just, I was worried at first, like, you know, I like that. Where I want him to be yeah. there for, yeah, so yeah. I can get that from him. But he's doing a really good job. And I feel like I am getting that, just different body. Shout out to my amazing acting coach, Joseph Perlman, just for that. <laughs> it's amazing, amazing piece of advice. All right. So, uh, uh, Castiel actually stops Lucifer from taking Sam's soul. Did that surprise you? I don't know if surprise was the right word, but I was kind of happy that I now know that Cass is still there. I was wondering, where did Cass go? Is he still there for the meantime, or is he just kind of not? And Lucifer saying, hello, Castiel. Right. Yeah, I think it was really good for me. It just provided me with validation because I, I, was, I was having the same questions with you. I was like, what's going on with Cass? I, I kind of need a bit of an answer there. So it wasn't surprising to me. It just um, validated what I thought. Mm. Okay. And uh, we've got Dean on the ship. The Germans are now sending a message for Dean and Delphine. Peter's not dead. That was a little bit shocking. But, I mean, perhaps in the beginning of the episode, because he died so easily, it was kind of a good little twist to bring him back in and show we're coming after you. Did you think so, that it was I was going to die that easily when you have the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, so no way. how did he die or come back then? I mean, she stabbed him through the neck and you see, I saw that he had mm. a little scar there okay. and she did stab him in the stomach. I don't know if he was some sort of supernatural being or was kind of connected to the Ark of the Covenant as well. I thought he was connected to the Ark of the Covenant. That's, That's what I got from it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they, he goes, of course, you have to burn the body. Hmm. That's not, I'm not going to die. So he, we obviously know he's some sort of supernatural being. Uh, they have the power of God, but she has to be killed. This mm. is the only way to do it, is to kill her and let the ship go down to sacrifice herself. Mm. Mm. I was a little nervous, because I was like, if the ship goes down, does that mean Dean goes down with the ship? Or is she going to be able to get him off? They have moments to figure all of this out. And are they going to be, be able to pull her back somehow? <laughs> uh, the ship is getting fired at. Cass is with... Cass all of a sudden shows up <coughs> as, as Dean or as Lucifer with, with Dean. And the next thing you know, we see this flash of light as she's holding the the piece. And this flash of light and the ship kind of disappears. Cass and Dean are back in the bunker. I was kind of confused by Elvis. I'm like, wait, how is this happening? How is this working? It just happened to be fast. It was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, you know, Cass or Lucifer did the spell, so he was able to pull him out. But it's interesting that... You know, they never found the ship or the artifacts yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. and I think it had to do with the hand of God, the use of that, because they found the other German ship, mm-hmm. you know, or the German ship. So, and they never found this one. And in the very end, Sam says, you know, Dean asked what happened to that ship, and he he said that there was a giant hole through the whole thing. Uh-huh, it was burned okay. through. Yeah, so, so they that disintegrated. Mean, well, mm. I was thinking, so whether something must have happened, this hand of God was used in history already anyway because the ship disappeared this one had a hole through it something happened right or could that just be blowing up of the ship and you know actual battles and that's why the artifacts were found on this ship and this one wasn't i was thinking was this hand of god used regardless if dean went there to get it or not it I don't think the hand of God was. No, I you don't was, think it was. No, I think it was just a separate situation. Because I because mean, I think sometimes we get analysing it and we get really okay. It's a hand of God. What is it? And I just think it was just a, a separate situation. 
Okay. Not, had nothing to do with the hand of God. See, I feel like the hand of God had to have been used because otherwise we would have it. They would have it. They would have found it. It would have been in their possession. This artifact had to have been used. It had, like, I know that that was part of her opening the gateway to him getting home as well to use that. But he has this artifact then. They get back to the bunker and figure out it can't be used again. Mm. It's well, a one-time thing. Well, that's what I'm thinking about. She might have used it, whether you know Dean time-traveled or not. She used it anyway because she didn't want the German ship to get it. That's to why get I'm it, thinking so she had to blow it up. It was used, yeah. regardless of this whole time-travel thing, which makes me think, what happened for the boys in this episode other than that? Maybe they're thinking now and they're learning about these things. But the whole mission kind of didn't but maybe they yeah. thought they could have transported that artifact and that they, it wasn't used at the time and didn't know it, it only had right. one use out of it. They still didn't know that until they tried, mm. until Lucifer now picked it up. Because the second that Dean gets into the bunker, Sam tells him, this is not Castiel, this is Lucifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer picks up that artifact and they realize it's only a one-time thing. <clears throat> totally. It, it, it only can be used once because they thought we could kill her with it. So I feel like no matter what, she had to have used it, and this was her way of getting it out of the power of the Germans' hands. Mm. I, I get, it's one of those things that's just like it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep playing out. We're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. We'll just have to find out more information. Uh, so Sam, as Lucifer is talking to Dean and uh, Sam, has cut his hand, does a spell, at least gets... Like just gets rid of Castiel, Lucifer, Castifer. Um And the next thing we see, we see Sam and Dean at the dock, and they're chatting. And Dean's a little bit quiet about the whole thing, about everything that happened. He's a little bit. It seems like he's more remorseful. He did say, as you said, Katie, uh, the ship went down. There was a hole ripped through it. It was burned and sank. And Dean is sitting there holding this artifact. All in the life of Dean, you know, like just just, just another day in the life yeah. of Dean. But I think he's thinking about how these people just were dying for the mission and they didn't think twice about it. And he's also, maybe he's wondering, thinking, well, why wasn't that one ship found? Maybe it was already used. Like we were just talking about the hand of God was definitely used. Maybe he was thinking that. Well, and I'm noticing in the live feed, a couple people are saying that maybe the artifact can be used later. Oh, yeah. I didn't and even I'm, think of that. I'm wondering. I mean, I know they said it could only be used once. But maybe it can. Well, maybe yeah. it, they think that it can only be yes. used once at this point. Correct. In the right hands. So is because Lucifer doesn't have the mark, maybe there's somebody else with that mark. Oh, my God. Or the, or the you know, the brand that will be able to use it. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe we have to find somebody else who has that in order to use it. Interesting. And obviously we've all been seeing that there's going to be a supposed return of Chuck later on in this season what if Chuck has the mark and that's one of my predictions that's what I believe that's what I believe how is that for a segment that is what I believe let us talk about predictions then let's get into those How's that for a second? Because I'm like, Daddy, that's what I've been predicting, people. Okay. All right. We're going to let Dan start with predictions then because he's got some good yeah. stuff coming at you. So I'm obviously thinking that. And I, I've i got quite a simple one. I just think Lucifer's going to die. I just mm. believe it. I think that's where it's, it's going to start transgender, um, tra- not transgendering, um, <laughs> transitioning to, I think, yeah, Lucifer's dying. Okay. Mm. Simple and easy. But that's, that's what I truly believe. Miss yeah. Katie? I think that something's going on with this hand of God thing, whether it's they can use it in the future or they did say 
around, scattered around, there are a few things that have been touched by the hand of God. So they can find another artifact. Like, yeah, look, you've just been touched by the hand of God. Yeah. Now they can use me. (laughs) I think that's a really, really interesting prediction as well. What if they start, they go into, you know, as as Sam was looking all this stuff up to find that the men of letters had that, what was called the Anan Erba, um, dedicated to archaeology. So what if we go back more into this archaeology and find more of the artifacts that were touched by God? I know. We better get, we better pop back in time for a little bit, I reckon, yeah. Someone <laughs> wants more time travel. Time travel, time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, once more in the season, please. I love let's, it. Let's bring a little more of it. I think that that's a really great idea to try and find those and get them on a mission mm. while we do our killing things along the way, whether we progress the storyline with Amara little bits of that I think that'll be interesting and I do hope that this Ark of the Covenant I do hope that that has to get into the right hands and can be used against Amara but it's going to take the right person to use it and we know it's not Lucifer I'm hoping maybe it's Dean and that's why Lucifer is going to die not needed anymore maybe but you know it can't be Dean because Dean can't kill her but maybe that's the hurdle that he has to get past because he just can't kill her he's like I can't do it Unless maybe it has the power in Sam's hands. I'm I'm with you. I think, yeah, I think you're onto something there. Well, next week, we saw in the preview there's a wrestling match. Dean is a groupie of this one wrestler. (laughs) And we see a fight between Crowley and Cassifer. This is going to be the breakdown battle between the King of Hell... Go Crowley. Go Crowley. (laughs) And Lucifer. I'm actually going to say I want Crowley to, like kick Lucifer's butt. Yeah. And knock him out at Cass. Get mm-hmm. him out of here. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm all for Lucifer getting out of here. So anytime Lucifer's getting out of here, love, love, love Lucifer. But it's, yeah, it's time to go. It's time to say bye-bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other predictions, thoughts about this episode this week, you guys? I think I'm good. I think yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Feeling good? Feeling good about this? I mean, we're, we're over halfway through now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of the season. And one thing that excites me still, season 11. And they've still got me intrigued and and more fascinated than ever. Actually, probably not more fascinated than ever, but still just as much of of a fan as I was when I watched the first episode, season one. I'm rewatching everything, and I'm at the end of season eight. Um, when they're working on the, the, the the trials? Yeah, yeah, the trials, yeah. The trials. Um, just getting excited. Oh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> getting all exciting all over again. Oh well, my god. <laughs> while I was home recovering, I was watching they play four episodes a day on TNT. Uh-huh. I was just rewatching them in, in the morning. I was like, oh, this is so much fun. I looked forward to getting up and watching them again. You know, this show's great. My roommates think I'm fucked because I'm either watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or The Supernatural. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, what? Who are you? Like, I can't work it out. I'm like, I guess I'm both. <laughs> I love both of them. Exactly. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, make sure that you are using that hashtag ABTV Super natural to talk to us keep us in the know of everything that's going on dan where can the fabulous people that love supernatural find you and talk to you well the fabulous people that love supernatural can find me at dan babic with an underscore on twitter and then on instagram just at dan babic and katie campbell you guys can find me on twitter at katie ee campbell that's katie with three e's campbell instagram at katie campbell 13 and youtube.com slash katie campbell online i have a vlog Thanks, and welcome back to Katie, and so excited to have you here, Dan. Yes, I'm excited to join. Love it. And you guys, I'm Lindsay Wagner. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R, or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. We will see you next week. Have a fabulous week. Till then. Bye. Bye. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.